to my friend Nate and all the listeners of this podcast, no one circles the wagons to Nate the Skate. Circle the wagons, Buffalo. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Feel good, man. You Usually Mike's the one that's like picking us up. It's like, guys, it's not that bad. Everything's great. But I'm like riding. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about this team. Of course, they got the second seed, and I was thinking they weren't going to even make the playoffs at one point. How did you guys feel about, before we get into this there, the all the fourth and go for it's on that last drive? Because I was all about every single one of them, and I was all for it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that they were aggressive. Isn't that what we always wanted from Sean McDermott, though, to trust in his offense and put the ball in McDermott's hand, right? Or, I'm sorry, in Allen's hands? Exactly. To like win like, the game, e- even though they didn't get that very last one. It like even if they miss it, the Dolphins have no timeouts, have to drive the field and actually score a touchdown just to even get it into overtime. Whereas if they get it on fourth and one, then the game's over. So like just yeah, but there were a bunch of fourth and fourth and ones that the Bills converted, and like the game didn't end. <laughs> right. Well, I agree. Like, they I had agree to get 100%. they had to get more than that one, but early, like early on the same drive, it was like third and. One on their own thirty-six, and they went for it. Yeah, that was great. And I, I went and I was, see some aggression. And I'm glad they went for it then too. I just think, on the last one they didn't get. Didn't it seem like a long yard to just be like diving? It wasn't like a half yard to the end zone and just have to cross the plane. It was probably it like a yard. Like a, yeah, a yard and three quarters long to try that play. Yeah, the formation seems a little. It almost like seemed like a victory formation, didn't it? Like when they yeah. went to go for it, it's like I don't know, are they getting kneel on? <laughs> it almost looked like the Dolphins, the way that they um, played that one, was the defensive linemen all went super low to take out the offensive linemen, and then the linebackers just went over the top to stop him. That's that's the only yeah. thing it looked like from my end. But and, and I think if they didn't call like the forward progress, the, he probably would have got it on the second effort, but whatever. I felt a little like the like the Bills players were like, "Oh, our hands are up!" Saying, "Hey, we got it, we got it!" They're like, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah, it's, do the the. I, yeah, I noticed that too. Do the bulldozer, <laughs> the Bills bobsled. That was so lame. Bills bobsled. But yeah, yeah. Keep here. Here's you know Josh Allen's getting his like helmet ripped like sideways, and he's still going. Everyone's like first out. <laughs> like no, ain't over, buddy. Yeah. How huge is this though? Like. Instead of having to play Miami in Miami again next week and go through this all over again, not that any game is easy, but at home against Pittsburgh and then at home against somebody else after we presumably beat Pittsburgh, and then it's either in Baltimore or if Baltimore loses, whoever they lose to at home. I think yeah. like, like I think next week I think the Bills would win next week regardless. I think what you alluded to the following games Exactly. Yeah. Make it that makes it crucial. Yeah, so third, fourth quarter effects. Exactly. Yeah. I agree completely. So the playoff picture right now, the Bills, like like you guys said, um, the Bills are playing the Steelers at home next week. Like 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 Mike said, I I wouldn't be too worried. If the Bills had lost tonight, I wouldn't look at that and be like, well, I could 
I don't think they're going to win next week. I think the Bills still probably would win next week against the Dolphins. They just match they up. Do, so they well. were just on the short end of a lot of fluky things. I thought. Yeah, a lot of things like uh, like that Dawson Knox interceptions no, and fumbles. Yeah, the interceptions and fumbles. <laughs> well, there was two <laughs> crucial red zone non calls in the first half. One at the beginning that the non pass interference call against Knox or with the guy guarding Knox, and then that was. So blatant, man. Yeah, that that was that was, terrible. Game, that was game changing. That kind of turned the tide a little bit. And then at the end of the first, you mean half, where he? Helmet you mean helmet. you mean the defensive pass interference, or where he basically raw dogged him from behind? Just like this. Yeah, he tackled him before he nothing got called. Him. <laughs> not not exactly. even not even a holding call. Nothing. That was an easy. That was an easy call. And then at the way. end of the first half, where Ty Johnson hit with the helmet to helmet, it should have been no time left, first and goal at the one where they could have decided to go for it to kick a field goal. They decide to go for it. It doesn't matter. They get no points either way. But yeah, they could have but, at least gotten three. But, but that should have been, a, that should have been a, yeah, a penalty for sure. Penalty so. for sure. Absolutely. I didn't even notice that that much. I didn't think of it. And then when I watched and replay and everyone else that has a better knowledge of the game than I do was like, yeah, that should have been. And I was like, yeah, I, I can't argue that. If that was Tyreek Hill sure. before the end of the half. And they didn't even, you know, they didn't even get the, the field goal. I missed the first half of that, Mike. What? Just the next play was a pick, so it wasn't like it, it turned a touchdown into a field goal. It completely negated that drive. Yeah. Yeah. That, Bills overcame a lot tonight. There's a lot of injuries. Speaking of that, Gabe Davis on that miscue of that play, he went out. Um, Dawkins went out at one point. Razul Douglas went out um, for the game, for the rest of the game. A lot of guys went out for the entire game. But, like, when Gate, when Davis went on, like, I mean, love Bills players. I'm really like, meh. <laughs> I oh, hate Douglas goes down. You're like, oh, oh this could really affect us, baby. I don't know. I mean, Davis, he had that double block. I mean, he he's been he's been a good blocker all year. I think that was one of the reasons why they've been playing him more often than other receivers. He is a really good blocker, and yeah, but he's a wide receiver, John. He's supposed to catch the ball. Like as soon as he I goes out, it. Sherfield has that amazing. Touchdown catch. Well, well, it was like, a, Oh, my God. It was, that a, was incredible. Was a would Gabe Davis have had that? Sherfield revenge game is Gabe against Davis Miami. would be blocking somebody. <laughs> Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis would be out of bounds already. He'd be like, ah, there's no point in me going Ga- back. Gabe Davis is 50% to not catch anything in a game and 50% to get 125 yards in a touchdown. But this is all – he had already proven that this game was a nothing game. Like, he yeah. had the – like, right, it was just – reminiscent of no I, I don't remember which game to just end the game when he turned the wrong way there I, was a play like that just like that in this game where where Allen thinks he's going one way and I get it did it end up I get as a it pick? but it looked like yes, it was, a was non- pick. it looked like yeah. it was a non-contact injury which means it could be very significant and they're entering the playoffs and he's had really good playoff games against the Chiefs and the Colts and whoever you know so I, I don't want to just like write him off like oh it's nothing it he could be something can we in do any totally game, in any I, game my only point is like when they have him like that's okay let's go but when Douglas went down I'm like oh oh no oh, I felt that one yeah Douglas that one. Dodson um they're they're Dodson Dawkins uh, well Dawkins. Dodson Dodson we don't have Dobson. <laughs> well I mean Dodson's out in the of your playing Spectre although Spectre did have a tackle for a loss. You did look pretty good, <laughs> but like you, you don't want to lose your backups to your backups either. So, yeah, but not, a Gabe Davis is not, not, not good, not good for any of those guys. You don't want to lose anybody. 
Yeah, true, true. But is there a way that like, because Gabe Davis is either like, like you said, John, 125 yards and a touchdown or like three targets, zero receptions. Like, can we just do it? Like if he doesn't do anything by the first half, just bench him. Like we don't. Dude, one or two plays to start the game. Or just not play Von Miller and play somebody else. I don't know. Uh, Did he do anything? No. No, I watched him. I watched him play, but yeah. So, so like, here, let Speaking me show my. Spectre. Like Von Miller. <laughs> Spectator. <laughs> Sick burn. Spect- Spectre on the field has done way more than our $25 million a year Spectator. <laughs> Some, somebody somebody mentioned the other day to me that Stefan Diggs has as many tackles as Von Miller does this year. Yeah, I think it was Gabe Davis. I think I saw that stat. Gabe Davis I think, running down. I think, Diggs, was it, was I think Diggs and Davis have more tackles than Von Miller does this year. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> they both have three, and he had two or something <laughs> like that. Uh, what did you guys think of, um, right? Like, I thought the cook drop was huge, right? Yeah. Right before the half. And then um, but Bill still have another shot, right? And the Dolphins drop eight into the end zone when it was like third and 10. And you're like, what? Are they just like giving this to us? Um, the Bills pick up the quick, like a 10 yard uh, sideline play, get get the first down. Um, so you're like, okay, there's like 11 seconds left. We go, okay, we got two, three, make quick plays. And then Allen throws it short of the end zone. So like, oh, what a backbreaker play yeah. to take three off the board. But what really, like, I was surprised, like, McDermott like putting Allen on blast like at that interval like whoa I don't know, think I've seen a coach uh, unless it's like Bobby Knight a total asshole <laughs> like I, I can't remember seeing a, a coach put his quarterback on blast when it's like they have such a good relationship no I, I can't remember the last time that McDermott has said something like that publicly where he called out a player like that, especially in the halftime interviews, normally it's just generic. Yeah, we got to hold on to the ball. We got to do this. That. He's like, you can't be throwing it short of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> Even an idiot <laughs> sitting on your couch at home would know not to do that. He knows yeah. better than that. What it, it, we talked about this last week <laughs> specifically. No. Uh, Not good on McDermott. Uh, a moment of honesty, right? Yeah. Well, we, I don't know. Want... I wouldn't want like your boss calling you and be like, "Screw that guy." No, but no, but I think. No, I mean they have. <laughs> I mean they have a good relationship. Like, I... I think it's different. I think it's different this way. He wasn't like that was a dumb boneheaded play, which it kind of was. But like he was saying, you can't do that in that situation, which I'm sure he's been told. I'm sure Josh Allen's been told yeah. when there's no but time. When that, in real time, didn't it? In Josh's defense, didn't it look like? Oh man, he's streaking. He's got all the momentum. Like, uh, yeah, that's like, probably what he told McDermott after. He's like, I yeah. thought I had an extra three seconds after, and like, uh, yeah, sure, obviously. As he releases him, like touchdown. Like, oh, <clears throat> guess not. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's like, like but he's McDermott's like, also right. You have to throw it in the end zone on that play. He's like, uh, yeah. In hindsight, they're both right. They're both right in different ways. McDermott. I mean, McDermott was right. Allen thought he was right, but it just didn't work mm-hmm. out. Sometimes Allen thinks he's right, and it does work out. A lot of us have that problem. Yeah. So McDermott tells McDermott tells him in the locker room, or Alan says to McDermott, well, I thought I had him. You know, McDermott's like, well, I just talked to Aaron Andrews, and I just told her how <laughs> you should have thrown that in the end zone. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. So let me share my screen real quick, looking at the playoff picture. Um, right now, so the Bills are have a second seed with that win over the Dolphins, 21-14. to 14. Real quick, let me do this. Um, this is – 
Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I am your host, Nate, and the Buffalo Bills just beat the Miami Dolphins 21 to 14 to clinch the second seed in the AFC playoffs to win the division for the fourth straight time over the Miami Dolphins and to hopefully it won't ever shut up those shit talking Dolphins fans, but you know, it'll start it. It's a good start. So the Bills are the second seed. The Bills are playing the Steelers, like we mentioned, next week in Orchard Park. The Chiefs are playing the Dolphins in Kansas City, the three versus the six. And then it's the Texans versus the Browns, the fours versus the five um, in Cleveland, or I'm sorry, in Houston. Sorry, Houston actually has this. The way I see this playing out, let me know what you guys think. Obviously, it's one week at a time, right? We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But if the Bills can beat the Steelers, then I'm guessing the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, especially as banged up as the Dolphins continue to be. And then the Texans and the Browns. I think the Browns are a really good team. I don't want to face the Browns in the playoffs because I think they, they're kind of scary. They have a good, a great defense, a good run game, and they actually have a quarterback now that's halfway decent. Um, if the Bills beat the Steelers, the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, and the Browns beat the Texans, which isn't a given, but I'm just well, thinking that's well, what's going to happen. I, think, I, I don't know if any of those last two things are a given. Like the Dolphin, the Chiefs are in shambles, and the, so, the, so the Texans, Bills play the Dolphins, and the Texans are are no slouch either. I mean, I, I'd probably sway towards the Browns, but that's not a gimme. Well, I'm I'll going, go with Nate. So, what in your scenario? What happens? So, in that scenario, yeah, yeah. In the more likely scenario that I just pointed so out, you're just pick, you're just picking the higher seeds in every game. Okay, no, except it. for the Browns. No, you did, you were listening to me, John. Uh, until attention. until Mahomes and Reed lose, like uh, I know, I know Miami doesn't play well against good teams either. So, but I'm what I'm saying is that game could really go either way. Agreed, I'll, I'll, agreed, take, but I'll the, take the Browns. Sure. I'll take the Browns over the Texans. But that Miami Chiefs teams that could really go either way. Agreed, but I'm just going what okay. I think will happen. So if that's the case, the Bills would then be playing the uh, the Ravens the week after would play the lowest seed. And in that case, in that situation, it's the Browns right here because they're the fifth seed, right? And then the Bills would play the next highest seed. In that case, would be the Kansas City Chiefs. At home. That, oh, what a treat. At, at home. <laughs> at home. That would be a really good possibility. So, so you're talking about, let's say the Bills, okay, for argument's sake, let's say the Bills beat the Chiefs. If for some reason, because the Browns, I believe, beat the Ravens earlier this season, which would be hot, if that would be a really good, that's a really good game, and I could we definitely don't want see the Ravens. It. To win. We don't want the Ravens to win, but if the Browns somehow pull it off, which I see it possibly happening, then you're talking a two versus a five in the AFC Championship game. The Bills get the third game at home too. That's what I'm saying. There is a path that's not too unlikely. I, th- I like it, but especially with Joe Flacco coming back. <laughs> Joe Flacco coming back. A revenge yeah. game against the Ravens. Are no. you kidding me? So now I see why you're saying Chiefs or Dolphins. Because if the Dolphins win, then they have to play the Ravens, in which obviously they would lose. Yes, exactly. The Ravens right. would beat yeah. the Dolphins. And then we'd, we'd have to play the Browns. Yeah. Right. Which so. would be harder. Yeah. Yeah. So I see why you, I see why you went that way. I went that way is like, I mean, the Texans, they're rookie quarterback. No, I, I really agree. I agree with Browns over Texans, but the Chiefs-Dolphins game could go either way. And if the Dolphins win, then they would play the Ravens, and the Ravens would beat the Dolphins, oh, yeah. and then we would play the Browns. The Browns. And then that even would, if we won, we would still have to go to Baltimore. But at least it would be a game later than would have happened if we had lost to Miami this week, if that makes sense. What do you think of the 1 o'clock game? 
I was I kind of got used to the prime time and and I was hoping for is it, I like is the it evening games when I don't have to work the next day. Yeah, me too. Is it gonna be is it gonna be one o'clock? Yes. On Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. I'm glad it's not a Saturday game, so they don't have like a less game to or less day to prepare for it. But were you guys when they kept showing the on the t on during the game we just watched when they kept showing like the uh, wild card weekend <laughs> matchups? This is a uh, super first wild. Time I felt card old weekend. in a while. Did you like pull out like I'm like. I just pulled out my phone and took a picture. I felt like such an old person thing to do. <laughs> like taking a picture of a picture. <laughs> God, so stupid. Are you yeah, also posting your screenshots on Facebook <laughs> instead of just like... <laughs> They've texted me the photo. I don't know what to do with this, so I have to take a screenshot of it. <laughs> and then print see. it out and hang it on my wall. <laughs> my dad still is like, how do I get my photos off my phone? I'm like, Dad. <laughs> just, I'm like, either go to Google Photos because he has an Android or just like plug in your phone to your computer. He's like, I don't know how to plug it into my computer. I'm like, are you kidding me? It is a USB port. <laughs> this is how all phones have been the last 20 years. <laughs> At this point. I'm just not even going to bother. It's just going to. He's just yeah. not going to know this all the way to the grave, whether it's, you know, a week from now or 20 years from now. He's just not going to know. I'm like, you're on, he's retired. So it's like, you're on the internet all day long. How could you not Google this or YouTube it? <laughs> anyway, so, oh, by the way, this people, episode, like older people do not like do an internet search for the answers to their questions. They think we know things They're like, well, I don't know anything. Just come over here. Watch me type in your query. <laughs> then it pops up. And that's what I do to, that's what to I do. fix your phone. <laughs> fix my, dude, half my job I do on Google. <laughs> I'm just like Googling stuff like, oh, shit, I don't know how to do that. I should probably know how to do this. Google, Google. Oh, yeah, that's how you do it. Okay. <laughs> I, do my, feel like, I do feel like there's a lot of questions thrown out around at work that are easily Google, Google-able. They're probably from like management older than you, right? Like they're just like, how do you do this? Let me Google that for you. <laughs> just, my, my dad like was – he was – Honest, we should just do a separate podcast about boomers, but like, it's just, he was like, I was cleaning the keyboard off my, uh, on the laptop and the screen went sideways and I don't know how to change it. And I was like, well, me either. Cause I've never had that issue, <laughs> but I've what? never cleaned a keyboard in my life. <laughs> they, they focus on the dumbest, the dumbest, dumbest shit ever. <laughs> God. You don't need to change your oil every 3,000 miles anymore. That was in the 1950s. Uh, that was when they used to keep literal like metal shards in oil. That's why you had to do that. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. They clean it now, Dad. <laughs> they refine it. Uh, no, so... So, yeah, I'm like, well, and I was somewhere, I was out somewhere. I'm like, well, I'm not near a computer. I was like, but well, hold on, let me Google it while I'm on the phone with you. I'm like, just hit Alt F10 or whatever it was. He's like, oh, that's how you do it. I'm like, you could have literally done this while I was, before you even called me. Well, in fairness to him, his screen was sideways. Like, this is the one time I could see him reaching out for help. Yeah, but he also has a desktop computer, so there's no excuse. He's also oh, got yeah, a yeah. smartphone, too, so there's also no mm. excuse. He's like, how do you Google something on your phone? I'm like, you have an Android. You just pull up the, the prompt. <laughs> if it's Android, like there's there's like five Google icons on your home page. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness, dude! How did that? How did this 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 generation? How did they survive anything? How did they go from televisions to or radios to televisions? Like, how did that happen? They must have gotten so many phone calls from like anyway. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, this episode I forgot to mention. This episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago at the Delago Resort and Casino in Waterloo, New York. Um, yeah, so we're we're talking about this victory. We're talking about anything and everything Bills. We're obviously on a huge high as Bills fans for that win. Um, were you guys nervous at all during this game? Because I was, I was especially at one point. I mentioned on on Twitter, I was like in the bathroom for what I was just kind of like, ah, oh, what the hell is going on? What's going on? And then um, I was like, you know what? I need to take a break. I went to the bathroom, got up, went to the TV, and like the Bills like forced a three and out. And I'm like, what <laughs> in the second half? Like. Uh, I guess I got to go back in. I got to go in the bathroom. So I did it all, man. I went into the bathroom. I took my pants down, didn't have to go, and just sat there watching it on NFL Plus, hoping that that's what would keep the Bills, you know, in the driver's seat and winning. Just because I, I got to do my part, right? You got to do my one eleventh, whatever I can. And uh, and then I watched Christian Wilkins sack Josh Allen, strip the ball, and also recover the fumble in one swift move. And I'm like, well, screw this. My legs are getting numb. I'm going back out to the couch. <laughs> but that was an amazing play by him. Yeah, that was, that was just a good defensive play. Was he's so good? <laughs> but he's he's dirty, but he's good. So yeah, were you guys nervous at all during that game? Like like I was because I'm just like I've, I had not my stomach. I, th- I think the the point that made me nervous was Rasul Douglas. Like he has been such a crucial part of the team since well, like eight games for the last eight games maybe. Yeah, I know. Just making plays every like just seems heart and soul of the defense. Like you never see a player just come in and make an impact like that. Play uh, AFC Defense Player of the Week last week. So when he went down, I was like, oh man, um, that's the point. I was I got worried. Um, yeah, because this week, I mean, in all for all intents and purposes, because of the Jacksonville lost to the titans we're in right so you're like it's okay if we don't win this week we just have to win next week right like that's but i would say like john was saying i really wanted to get this one for the the following weeks like i felt the bills have just dominated the doll is like allen is 10 and 2 again so like you feel like with a with a couple games a big enough sample size he's gonna figure out a way but just the the home game seems so huge um, so I, th- I thought going into this game, it, it could not have been any better in the sense, like, we're not worried about our playoff existence, right? Like we're not having a heart attack on every play, but it's still meaningful. It's fun that it, it kind of means something. Um, yeah, I was, I was hoping it'd be less pressure on the team because they're in, but it was still, in, but they still had to win obviously to have that easier path. The, the Douglas injury obviously wasn't good among other injuries, but that didn't worry me as much just because the defensive scheme has been so good this year, despite all the injuries. It was the offense that worried me more, and for good reason in this game. They turned it over a bunch of times still on offense. Uh, it, it ended up working out. The The punt return is amazing. The, the tip pass, sure field, touchdown thing was amazing. Um, so it worked out, but yeah, it was a little nerve-wracking, I think, for the offense still. And, and it was last week still, even though I wasn't necessarily worried last week that they would win. But It the- seems to be something new each week, doesn't it? Sometimes it's turnovers. Like this week, it was the red zone turnovers. You know, like Josh Allen, just to give you guys an idea, Josh Allen had 
359 yards passing today. He was 30 for 38. Like that is a really good completion percentage. That is that's surprising to me. 70, like almost feel, 79%. Almost 79% completion percentage. It didn't yeah. feel that high. It didn't, right? Two touchdowns, two interceptions. The red zone, the red zone offense is what hurt the Bills today. But all of their But like in the first really? the first half though, that there's two crucial red zone non calls at the beginning of the game, beginning of the game against Knox, the non pass interference call, which completely changed things. And then at the end of the first half against Ty Johnson clear head-to-head hit at the last play of the first half, which should have been an automatic first down with zero seconds left, and that didn't happen either. So it's it's both, right? Offense and still sometimes still the referees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The Bills are essentially, you know, playing, especially in this game, playing against two opponents each week. Well, three opponents. I'm sorry. They they always, I, always agree. I, I don't we always think said, you can Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Three opponents. We usually said two, the Bill or the other team, the refs, and now we're playing a third one each week, the Buffalo Bills. We're playing against ourselves every week, trying not to beat ourselves. But anyway. But how we, does every single fan base say, oh, we're playing the refs every week? Every single one. Like, I agree with you, John, but if you look at the Dolphins, like, they can Dolphins make the cases calls, too. It's, it's not... It's not every week. I, I think there were there were two egregious calls in the red zone this game, and then I think the Eagles game, the Bills got screwed. But I'm I wouldn't go past those those two game those two halves slash games. But I think every fan base has. But I'm not, I'm not saying like every week. That's like that was what your last point was. I'm just saying like two games, maybe a game and a half. That's the Detroit Lions the other I mean, there's been calls in the Super Bowl that have cost them the game, right? There's been calls in... Of course. Like that. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, right. I get what you're saying. I just... Speaking of that, the Super Bowl, I guarantee if we get into the Super Bowl, it'll be a close game and there's going to be one play like this, like the Knox call where we're just like... <laughs> I don't guarantee it. I don't want to be negative or pessimistic on this podcast because we're in a good place, but it just feels like that if it's close at all, so... The, the things the Bills got to do is overcome all of those things and, you know, themselves. And, and you know, this is when Josh Allen. So let's do uh real quick. Let's do uh sweet, sassy, molassy play of the game. And I mean, I think it's got to be the Taylor Rapp interception, right? I mean, there were some good plays, John. John, to your point, you said like you had the Trent Sherfield touchdown, which was the batted up, uh, batted up um, pass. And then it ended up getting like two feet inbounds, toe tapping, you know, Sherfield touchdown on on a play where you know Gabe Davis wasn't in. They needed it. It was a huge. It was their first touchdown of the game. That was an amazing pass, um, amazing play by Sherfield. The Deontay Hardy ninety six yard punt return touchdown. That was incredible. Um, and then the wrap interception. But I mean, the wrap. It was a game ceiling interception. I got to give it to the Taylor Raps play. I think we're probably consensus on that, right? I for me, it's the punt return touchdown. Just completely changed the momentum of the game. I thought like every like. I don't know if it was the injuries or the turnovers, but it seemed like the sideline was dead. Players were deflated. And then after that, it seemed like everybody came alive. I don't disagree with you. Like the rap, but almost like the play before where rap broke up the play and knocked Tyreek out of the game. I'm like, oh my gosh, you never want to see anybody get injured, but I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> never. We never want to see anyone injured ever. But if it's going to be. <laughs> but didn't you, like a weight is lifted because earlier in that series, like a bill had held him like a DB had and like, and if he didn't, it looked like if that pass is completed, that's a touchdown just based on Tyreek speed. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you re- you remember that one, but um, I don't know if it was Dane Jackson that got an, a, uh, an arm around his waist or what it was. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it was Dane. Yeah, it was just like, and it was a rap that kind of, that broke up that the pass right before he had the pick. So yeah, hey, sh- what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Mike. I'd go with the punt return. A uh, very close second would be the Sherfield touchdown because if they didn't get that there, that wouldn't have been good. Um, so yeah, I go with the, the punt return first. Yeah, you know, speaking of all these players, all these huge plays that we're mentioning right now were brought about by Bill's free agent signings by Brandon Bean. I mean, you have to give him credit for that. He brought in Sherfield, brought in Hardy, brought in Rap. He's taken some. He's taken some criticism for some of these plays. Like, where's Sherfield been? Where, like, tonight they showed up when we needed them the most. So, sure, would you have rather it not taken 18 weeks for it to happen? No, Brandon Bean is awesome, man. Like, look at the the whole thing during the offseason and, like, they, they, the linebackers that they brought in, Milano, then all of a sudden Milano gets hurt and, like, oh, look, Terrell Bernard looking good this year. Like, all, like all these things. I think he's been fine. He's been incredible, I would say. Yeah, he should be executive of the year if they do such a thing. Well, everything even great before that, but like people are like, yeah, well, you know, Razul Douglas was a good pick, but what about Trent Sherfield? Like that, I mean, I was seeing that on social media, and I didn't really have a response to that. I'm like, well, you know, you can't hit them all, <laughs> but tonight he did. Yeah, and tonight all... he won- He helped win them the game literally because that that touchdown catch they might not have. They kick a field goal there, and then what happens? You know what was good to see, too? I would say maybe a little off track, but just the digs longer catch. Like, that was, like, one of the harder um, ones. Like, uh, because earlier in the game, Allen had missed him. Like, um, Diggs said it wasn't quite a stopping goal, but um, just had a great move and and was, like, by five steps um, was wide open, and Allen really missed him. Would have been um, a touchdown. Then, yeah, it would have been a t- long, long touchdown. But then for them to come back and digs to to make the, like I had to see it two or three times. Like, how did he get that? For sure, it was really. Cool. And the second time, I think Allen was a lot more under pressure than he was the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an all-out blitz. I mean, they were bringing the pressure against Josh Allen. He responded just kind of. Yeah, it, I knew he could respond to that pressure. Like they, I, I saw that early on in the game. They're like they're bringing the pressure. They kind of rattled down a little bit, and I, I was thinking to myself, "I think Allen can overcome this. Is he just got to? <laughs> he just got to? He just got to do it, right?" <laughs> and he did. <laughs> I, I kind he of. <laughs> Maybe he can. <laughs> look, Allen's, Allen's still really like. I mean, look at the look, I mean, he's top three quarterback still, right? I don't know if I've seen you fawn before. I mean, I got a big thing of him in my room. <laughs> do, do you have the poster, the fat head on the wall? The, or what the do you life-sized, have? you know. Oh, the um, poster the thing. stand-up. Or the stand-up, yeah. The stand-up thing, nice. Yeah. Wait, is that cardboard or like on the wall? No, cardboard. Yeah, it's, it's self-standing. No, right. it's silicone. It goes in his bag. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> I only put it in the bed one time. It's just, mouth is it for, is just it, for a selfie. Is it his size? It's a no. It's definitely not six five. It's probably like six six foot. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's like four foot. Like no, it's <laughs> it's probably it's probably point, six inches less. I know that's what I'm thinking. But well, he wanted it to be the same size as him, so he could still mm. cuddle. He didn't want it to be bigger than him. <laughs> that's just weird. <laughs> like, Wait, what are we talking uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you like being big spoon, well then you want one six foot five. And who doesn't like to be big spoon, right? 
I don't see anything um, about Razul Douglas from Banged Up Bills over over there. So I was going to ask if you had any insight into any of these injuries. No, no, nothing, nothing for that one. Um, he says he says he thinks that uh, it could be a left PCL sprain for Gabe Davis, a sprain. So the other thing I was going to say, we were talking about injuries to Razul Douglas, Gabe Davis. Um, these guys, at least for now, it doesn't seem like season-ending injuries. Not that we would know. I feel like they would have gone off in an air cast like we saw one of the uh, Miami Dolphins players doing earlier. But um, the good thing is, like, let's say scenario next week, we're playing against the Steelers. Um, maybe we don't need Razul Douglas to, you know, against Mason Rudolph or whoever, right? Like, I think that's a, that's a safe bet if there was a, a time to not have him. Dude, I don't know. Like, but but just look at today. The teams that win in your end versus teams that have nothing to play for. Like, granted, of course, the players out there want to have quality tape, or whatever, right? And coaches are co- maybe coach for the but players that have everything to play for win, and you're in the playoffs. So often, <laughs> like that's why the Bills didn't need this one to get in. Like Jacksonville laid a big like. I just think. Um, Love the Bills' chances, but I I don't think you can save anything for the next week in terms of like um, players play. I know you're not saying schemes play and stuff like that, but I think you gotta. I agree. Until the game's if, in if, hand, if you're healthy enough, you gotta play, and if you're not, then you can't. So you can't speculate on that part of it. I think they have to do. Well, every, I wasn't saying to, that. I hope do. he's not playing. I'm just saying if there was a game. For them to not be playing, but like it, defensive but, Nate, they have to do rears his head. They have to do. You guys every, are like, you guys are like, well, you don't want Rizul Douglas to play. Like, no, I definitely want him to play. No, it, you're saying if there's a game that he, you know, rests miss, him up for the next one, it's absolutely that game out of no, all the other teams. And you, you can't take I, anything I for granted. Foregone conclusion. You would rather you would rather play against like the Chiefs without Rizul Douglas as opposed to the Steelers. No, like what? But no, well then, no. Uh, then he, it's the best of all scenarios. If the, of a bad scenario, it is the best. Well, the best would be a bye week. You, I thought you're saying like, oh, he could potentially. If, you don't. If he's on the fence, no, play him. If he can play, play him. But if he okay. can't play and he has to miss a game, this is the best opponent that we could hope for for him to. Oh, miss. out of all the remaining, out of opponents. all the yeah, of all, yeah, all sure. the players, yeah, of course. But we both interpreted it the same way, so it's not inconceivable that you framed it poorly. I think the initial, yeah. Possible. Oh, thank you. Or maybe you guys just wanted to jump down my throat uh, equally. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Well, this is recorded. (laughs) We always always, get into a fight. That's it. That's it. I'm going to check the instant replay on this. Let me do a real quick, um, unless you guys want to get into something else uh, before this, I'm going to do stats of the game. I mean, to your to your point, I would just say, like, I agree 100 percent. Like, this is like the dream matchup in Buffalo against the Steelers Backup without Mason Rudolph and no TJ. Is Watt out? I didn't know that. There's no way he's playing next week, right? It was didn't even MCL injury or something. It's out for the year. Yeah, he's done, right? It's like it could. It's a dream scenario. No question. Okay. But John, like I think in John and my mind, a little bit too, like it was twenty years ago when the Bills, uh, Bill, the Steelers are playing their third stringers because they're already in, and the Bills just need just winning your end. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like they lost by seven; they got buried by like twenty points, didn't they? Well, it, was, that, uh, it wasn't even close. That's the thought that occurred to me 
when they were playing the Steelers were playing the Ravens on Saturday. It's like, oh, oh, the Steelers are playing the Ravens third stringers. Oh, the Ravens third stringers might win because the Bills got beat by the Steelers third stringers 15 years ago when the Bills were 9-7 like, no. trying to make the playoffs. <laughs> you're like, no, John, no. Those things only happen to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. <laughs> that only happens to us. Um like I mentioned earlier, Josh Allen, let's do stats of the game. Um, stats of the game brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago. Josh Allen, 30 for 38, 359 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Also, the leading rusher for today, Josh Allen, 15 carries for 67 yards. So over 400 yards of total offense. I know it doesn't really matter. Lamar Jackson sat out this week. Josh isn't winning. I mean, if it wasn't for the interceptions in the red zone or whatever, I think Josh might have had a fighting chance for an MVP. I don't really care about that in the grand scheme of things. I want to get to the Super Bowl, but I don't think he makes his case any better. I thought he had a great game overall, minus the actually three turnovers, if you include the fumble, Christian Wilkins fumble. Um, but... You should definitely include that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I, no. I, I, I don't think there's any way, I agree with you, that just the stats aren't there, but I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to find a player that means more for to his team than Josh Allen. I don't I think if you really went like he doesn't play the the cleanest game and his stats aren't there this year. But yeah, like, without Allen, the Bills would be if you if you're looking for a player of the game for today's game, it's like you almost don't want to say Allen because of the turnovers, but at the same time, almost eighty percent completion percentage during these years and Josh Allen's and like the things that he did on the ground, it's hard not to give it to Allen unless you're picking a defensive player. We're Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, I love fucking Khalil Shakir. He's amazing. I love him. You love fucking Khalil Shakir, huh? That's what I just said. <laughs> All right. Um, so James Cook, Captain Cook, 13 carries for 36 yards. Not the greatest game by you know James Cook, including that missed uh, touchdown catch. Uh, so um, honestly, like if we're if we're, we're since we're doing stats a game, I might put Cook on the wall of shame only because of that dropped pass. You know what gets him off the wall? That move, that statue move. That was sick. That was sick. That was good. That was really was good. good. Have you ever seen oh. that before? Oh, never. <laughs> not not unless my PlayStation like freezes, glitches. <laughs> like, dude, he stopped on a dime. Yeah, he like, stopped on a dime. It's like when you lagged into something really good. It's like, oh, it worked yeah. out that time. <laughs> <laughs> Or like your your controller disconnects for a second. You thought you were going to juke the guy. <laughs> and it gets reconnected real quick. And then he's like, oh, he's going for a touchdown. Yeah, that was cool. It was like he stopped playing for a second. Like the whistle was blown. He's just like, <laughs> that was really cool. Okay, all right, all right. Maybe you don't give him the wall of shame just based on that. Uh, Leonard Fournette, seven carries for 20 yards. Khalil Shakir, to John's point. Leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, six receptions on six targets for 105 yards. Stephon Diggs. Um, it's another reason why we shouldn't worry about Gabe Davis leaving is that we do have Khalil Shakir for two more seasons after this season. And he's showing out, especially this season, he's showing out really well towards the end um, when getting snaps. Stephon Diggs, seven receptions on eight targets for 87 yards today. Dalton Kincaid, seven receptions on eight targets for 84 yards. And then Trent Sherfield with a touchdown. Dawson Knox with a touchdown. Uh, yeah, Bills spreading the ball around. Bills having 473 yards of total offense to the Dolphins, 275 yards. So a huge discrepancy there. If you were to just look at those things alone, you'd be like, the Bills should have won by two scores, right? Easily. 
Tua Toga Viola, um, 17 for 27, 173 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Devon Achain, um, 10 carries for 56 yards, one touchdown. He's he's a beast. Uh, we knew that playing him last time. Uh, Jeff Wilson, nine carries for 45 yards. So they were running the ball well, um, not able to pass the ball that well. Tyreek Hill, leading reception or leading receiver, seven receptions on 13 targets for 82 yards and one touchdown. And that's probably the only receiver worth noting for that. Waddle was out today. So was Raheem Mostert out today. Obviously helped the Bills, but um, Bills are having a lot of their own injuries as well today. What do you guys think Allen and Diggs were saying to each other when they were covering their mouths? Fuck them, fish. <laughs> what do you think they were saying? I don't know. Like, I felt like the camera and the audio is right there. So even if you like, it's it's not like it's fifty yards away and somebody's trying to read your mouth. It's like we can hear everything you're saying. I was like, he's probably Allen's probably going to Diggs. He's like, can you believe fucking McDermott threw me under the bus before halftime? I don't know. I don't know what he said. Was that just like let's pretend like we're saying something important? <laughs> when was that during the game? I don't remember specifically. It was uh, after the game. It's after the game. I don't. I don't. When actually Allen think... was like walking around, he went to the end zone to like thank the Bills fans. Oh, okay. I re- I remember seeing that, and I I thought it was an F something, but obviously he's covering it. So Wall of Fame. Um, I think I'm going to go with Allen with Allen on this one. If it wasn't for the turnovers, um, it would be obviously very. It'd be 100% you, Allen. Who dude, else would without you give it? Allen, the Bills are nothing. Well, yeah. I mean, no one else stood out besides maybe Khalil Shakir. But then again, all because Allen played really well. He would have had more yardage if uh, and more touchdowns if it wasn't for Cook's drop. So, oh, I thought you I thought you had said Wall of Shame, and I'm like, what are you talking? Like, Did I say Wall three, of Shame? I meant Wall. I'm of so, no, I could totally be wrong. I was. He said fan. Zone, I was yeah. zoning out. Okay, you're paying attention. Yeah. Whatever, John. I thought we had the Lions this episode. <laughs> oh, is that what you guys did before we recorded? We're like, we're just gonna even if even if I make a mistake, we're just gonna band together against Nate. Not him, call we... y'all. No, I I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like three turnovers, you think, oh my gosh, like Allen has a terrible game. But you you mentioned his stats. Um yeah, some terrible drops. Um touchdown taken off the board like to john's point the pass interference that wasn't called like and he just puts the team on his back like like you wouldn't i couldn't can't pick anybody else i would rather have i think if you give and that's amazing being able to say that as a bills fan amazing amazing we're it's like that it's like that michael jordan meme man i dream for days like this right like (laughs) it's this is like you were talking about lamar jackson on the ravens right i mean you put tyler hundley on that team that team's probably still a a, a 10 win team, right? Like Tyler, I mean, not, not Tyler Huntley's pretty good, but that team is good defensively. It's got a good run game. Like, I mean, that's a good team. It's a good team altogether. You take Josh Allen off this team, this team wins what, six, seven games, maybe? Like, this, I mean, that he wills them, I mean, to, to just to be good or okay to really good. And then he also. His, do you think his. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> remember, like, at the end of the game was third and eight. And the Bills come out of the timeout and they still have a delay of game. And you're like, oh, my gosh. So then it's third and 13 and he makes the incredible run to 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 get the first down, keep the clock going. Um, yeah. And you were thinking you were hoping like, OK, this drive is just going to seal it. But then they failed and turned the <laughs> but whatever. At yeah. that point, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is great. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. That that play that play could have made actually Sweet Sassy Molassi play the game. Mm-hmm. Mike, I'm glad you brought that up because I I forgot about that play. Yeah, that that third and thirteen, it was like a Superman dive at the end, whereas yes. like most quarterbacks couldn't make that play to begin with or wouldn't have willed themselves to make that play. And it just was like I mean, he's like, I'm I'm gonna do it no matter what. You're right. Right. I mean, that was, and then of course, as Bills fans, we're like, oh, they're just going to run the clock out. Eh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. It's like that meme I posted, like, we were talking about that a few weeks ago, Mike. It's like the Bills take the lead with like so many seconds. And it's just like the dog in Vietnam, the Chihuahua with the helicopters in Vietnam. <laughs> uh, it's not over. It's not over. Um, Another one that made me like, we never get those punt return touchdowns. It was so awesome to get that. But then on the next one, Hardy did that like double catch. <laughs> We're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, it, that one almost gave me a heart attack. I thought that was just me that noticed that one. <laughs> it's like, it's like he caught it and it's just like, it moved around a little bit. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Well, it's like the Chargers game. He fumbled it against the Chargers, and then Cook fumbled it, and then Allen had a turn. Like, the Chargers game was terrible. Like, somehow managed to win it. Well, how do you feel about this team going into it? Because I wasn't really happy with the last couple of games before this, but, I mean, they found ways to win. Like, maybe this is just the winning formula. Like, they just find ways to win, whether it's special teams helping out, like, tonight. Mike, you mentioned that huge punt return touchdown being your sweet sassy last you play the game. Like that was that could have been the that could have been the Gettysburg of the game also with the turning point. I think you kind of basically said it was. So like special teams showing up, the defense showing up, minus Razul Douglas against a really good passing attack, minus obviously Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert, but like stopping Hill, causing an interception, holding Tua Toga Viola to 173 yards passing. Like that's that's no small feat. The defense stepped up. The offense looked good. If it wasn't for the turnovers, this might have been a domination of a game by the Buffalo Bills, but they kept them in it. Yeah. I think that the the theme of this last six games or so has been survive in advance, like just, you know, finding a way to win. Yeah, imagine if they don't have any turnovers. There's no way they can lose. I can't imagine what that'd be like, John. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> It's like that old lady in the Titanic. It's been 84 years. Like, I just, it, I can't remember what it's like to have a, they probably win by 30 points against the Ravens even. No, if, no, seriously, if they don't have any turnovers, they could beat anybody. They make a good point for it. That's for sure. I agree. You guys are talking about uh, player of the game. I agree. Josh Allen, over 90% of the team's offense. If I had to do a, a secondary or honorary mention, uh, McDermott in the defense for sure. But I mean, you don't have Allen, then you have nothing. So, yeah, good point, John. And then the injuries, you know, even dealing with the injuries and still playing well against this this Dolphins offense, high powered offense. I mean, you got to love that. The Bills having over two hundred yards more of offense than than the Dolphins. Um, the score, like I said, the score doesn't show it, but Bills played well. So, and 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 John, you said giving it to McDermott, like you mentioned earlier, him being aggressive and keeping it in Josh Allen's and the offense's hands on that fourth and one on their own 35. And you're like our fourth, fourth down uh, uh, commentator in, a, in the text thread. You're always like, go for it, go for it, go for it. And how, and how Not often always, they really... but most of the time, most 98% <laughs> of the time, but yeah, this, and, how happy were you when that happened? Yeah, for sure. Did, and, and even at when it was like two minutes and, they went for it, fourth and short with that weird victory formation. 
even though they didn't get it, that was the right call. Because if they got it, the game was over. They didn't get it, which they didn't. Then the Dolphins have to score just to get it in overtime. And that's not counting for the Bills potentially getting a field goal after that. Like, so there's a lot of things that could happen after that. But they could just put it away. So I, I was happy with both of those calls. I was a little worried when they had to call a timeout when they tried to draw them off when it was fourth and one. And obviously they didn't get it anyway, but I'm glad they made the right choice. Same here. So it was at the 37-yard line. Were you thinking field goal at all? Because I got to be honest, I kind of was. Um, just because it's a 54-yard field goal, but like you get a field goal, the game's over too, right? Like, I mean, there's no way they're getting two scores before the end of the game, right? With like a minute 30 left, a minute 40 left. Um, I was thinking it, but the way that Tyler Bass, the reason, so you're shaking your head no, John, and that's because of Tyler Bass, though, specifically, right? It's got nothing to do with the fact that it's the wrong play call. It's just, you got to know your kicker at this point, right? I guess a little bit of both. Part of me didn't even think about it until after the fact about the field goal part. I was just like, first down, they win. They mind me has no timeout, mm. which is another reason to go for it, because if they Miami does get it. They have to drive with no timeout and get the touchdown to force overtime. But even if they score too quickly, then the Bills can still get a field. Like there's all that in play. Whereas the Bills just forget the field goal, just get the first down. Fifty-four yards could go either way, right? Right. I know. I was just thinking of it. wasn't against it. wasn't for it. I was just, huh? I think if this was past seasons where Bass hadn't struggled so much, I think McDermott might have gone for it. But he's had a couple of misses, so I can I can understand not doing that. It's a good call on McDermott then for not doing it. Obviously it worked out, so we're happy, but dude gets... I guess uh, one thing that like when they win, I'm like, oh that's great. It was an exciting game, suspenseful, but I don't know if it's completely sustainable. Like I would like to see him string a little bit. To, like when you're when you're talking about it, um I just they don't have to win by twenty one every week, but uh, why do we have to cut these things so damn close every time? <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're right. Like, let's put together a full football game, right? Like against the, like the Cowboys. That was yeah. a full football game for the most part. Let's do that again. Yeah. Also in the playoffs, that'd be nice. But yeah, especially especially against the Chargers and the Cowboys. Like those teams are those teams are in rough shape. Like that was the time to really show a little bit more dominance. Um, well, next week is our chance at home against the beaten up Steelers team, right? For sure. Yeah, get on the right track. That's the team where you get your confidence, or that's the game where you get your confidence back. Maybe hopefully get Razul Douglas back. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what would you? Who would you put on your? Wait, I got I got a quote that fits the situation. It's guts will get you so far, and then they'll get you killed. Luck runs out sooner or later. Jeff Daniels, speed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't always be there to save your ass. <laughs> <laughs> nice one of the best well, i thought that was a pretty deep cut it was a good that was a good one one of the best scenes in that movie underrated the guy's <laughs> like we did it right keanu reeves a young a young keanu reeves like we did it right you did it who cares he's like could have gotten us killed could have gotten killed <laughs> like, remember I, where what the next line is no i gotta go home and and have some sex <laughs> right <laughs> Dude, do you have this screenplay pulled up I, in front of you? He's like, oh, I got it. He, because he's wasted, right? He's like, all right, now I gotta go home and have some sex. He's, and then Keanu Reeves is like, you're gonna go home and pass out, right, or throw up? Do you say? I can't remember. He's like, you gonna go home Don, and pass you remember? out? I don't remember. Pass out. He's gonna. You're gonna go home and pass out. He's like, well, either way, it'll be a good time. 
go home and puke. Go home and puke. And he says, yeah, well, that'll be fun, too. That'll be fun. An iron trap memory. Nice. Pull. I guess they fell behind. <laughs> you remember that scene? Yeah. Gum. I got gum on my feet. <laughs> Pop quiz hot shot. <laughs> you have a team that can beat almost any team in the NFL, but still can't get over, still can't get past its own two feet. <laughs> Turnovers left and right. Will you make it to the Super Bowl? <laughs> um Wall of Shame. Who would you give the Wall of Shame to? That's not. This isn't an easy one for me. Um, I guess you could say injuries, but I mean, if you wanted to give it to one person or something in general, I mean, I've given it to special teams in the past. The special teams did not let us down this game. The referees in the first half. Referees in the red in the zone. first half. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree with that. I can't come up with anybody on the Bills. No, me either. Von Miller for being our best spectator. Oh, <laughs> We should do when we do final year awards for the Buffalo Bills. We should do best spectator. What? Yeah, wouldn't have been better if was Kingsley Jonathan active or no? No, he was inactive. So I'd rather have him in there. If he didn't do anything, I mean, are they just hoping at this point that? I mean, I don't. Tre'Davious White did take a while after he was back to be back back, and maybe they're thinking like, okay, Miller is going to be the same way, but. I don't know. It's been. It seems like it's been a while. See, this is why you don't talk shit about your return when you don't really 100% know. Don't say, I'm going to be back week one, and then in week 18, you're limping onto the field in pregame warm-ups, and <laughs> that's why you don't say anything. If you're like, I don't know when I'm going to come back, hopefully soon, because I've been through this injury before, but nothing's guaranteed. And guess what? I'm like seven years older than the last time I got this injury. Then people would be like, oh, okay, I understand why he's not 100% at week 18. But when you're like, I'm coming back week one, and I plan on playing, it's week 18, and you don't look any better. <laughs> but that, ironically, now I can see why you said it, because one of your quotes was like, two seconds long it was a perfect soundbite and the other one like i found myself my mind was wandering i'm like when is he going to be done talking <laughs> right like oh i'm going to be back I'm like oh cool so they yeah, just go build off yeah like, oh, i'm not really sure man jeez i question your commitment yeah so but i tweeted i, I agree I texted, I texted you guys and uh it was tweeted by i don't know if it was dan fates or thad brown or someone was tweeting and they were showing the picture of von miller like like almost limping out for pregame warm-ups definitely favoring one leg more than the other it felt like and then john you texted us in the group chat it's just like you showed him like pulling people or was it someone or he was pulling something like in pregame warm-ups to like strengthen his legs or something or just like a workout on the field and it's just like i i don't know what to think obviously not making an impact either way so yeah kingsley jonathan 100 percent Absolutely. I kind of wish, John, did you say this in the group text? I kind of wish his name was Jonathan Kingsley so it would be easier to remember than Kingsley John. I always get that confused. I, I call him Jonathan Kingsley sometimes. I think we all feel that way. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with your name being Jonathan at all. It's just they, they say the you know last name first, and then I'm like, oh, they're saying it the right way. No. So while a shame, I don't have a better one. Um, what about this? Want? I would like um... – like I like that pistol misdirection that the Dolphins have, like with the speed of Cook. Like, why don't we start adopting some ways to get him the ball in space? You don't like the shotgun handoffs all the time, or you prefer I just? I, I, I don't like shotgun. I feel like you could do anymore. something with that. I agree. I, that's a great. It's a great play. It's not like the Bills don't have 
the the offensive lineman to be able to pull that off. I mean, could you see Deion Dawkins pulling from one side as they? And it was so funny because Collinsworth is like, "This is the play they ran last week in Baltimore," and then the only difference was it's just faking to one side. And he's like, "This is a genius move. Like this is the most because they're and it and it was smart, but it's literally just preparing for one thing because you saw it, and then just doing something slightly different. It's like, well, I hope the Bills are doing something like that too each week, right? This is what we showed all last week. We're going to do a quick, a small wrinkle in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was mind-blowing. But at the same time, like you said, why don't the Bills do any tosses like that, fake tosses? How come the Bills never like do a jet sweep or anything? Like, I, I don't know. Some of the very simple... Con- I'm hoping... I'm thinking Joe Brady gets the OC job next season. I'd be curious to see what he does with his own playbook for once. And instead of just taking what you know Ken Dorsey had in his and just making some wrinkles or making some adjustments to it because you know he can't start over from scratch. So like next next season, adding all these things that he wasn't able to do this this past season. So hopefully I, that's one of them for sure. I agree. I think I think he's gonna be their offensive coordinator next next year based on what he has done, and hopefully he's gonna make some more significant improvements than what he's done so far. Yeah, it should and be th- like a video game. Like you've beaten an opponent, now you get their ability. <laughs> like not like we've seen. How many times do we see that pistol formation misdirected? Like we shouldn't be able to do that now. I'd like to see more double reverse flea flickers. Anything, any sort of trick play would be nice. <laughs> I'd like to see a trick play. That's so one of the main things I miss about Brian Dable. Is he? I felt like he pushed one in every single game. The Dolphins were going to try it, right? And it, um, it looked like the the back. I don't was it a chan like was looking to throw. Yeah, I saw that. Wisely kind of pulled it down, but then they they uh, because it was a ta- didn't they change it to a sack or something? Yeah, they yeah. tackled him. Yeah, good coverage. I was like, nervous when he when he yeah. pulled his arm back. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> oh crap! This is where we get a touchdown scored against us. <laughs> I've seen this happen way too many times. <laughs> The safety or whoever's covering the wide receiver totally bites in the backfield and starts running upfield, leaving the guy completely open. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, who wants some hot takes? Do you guys have any hot takes before we... By the way, those were Wall of Fame, Wall of Shame, Sweet Sassy Molassie Plays of the Game, brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago. Do you guys want to do um, some hot takes now from Bill's Mafia? What do you think... Uh, here, I got a hot take for you two. That's no, not a hot take. It's a question. What do you think the line's going to be for Steelers, Bills? Just pulled it up. Bills by eight. Or eight and a half. I'll say eight and a half. Damn. Um, it's a good one, John, right? You uh, don't want to follow that one. Nine. Nine and a half. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> well done, John. Well done, Jonathan Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like it. I like that. I like that line. I'll take biggest, that. Biggest, biggest spread. Of all the uh, wildcard games? The next closest looks to be um, Dallas favored by seven and a half against Green Bay. So really, this is the best scenario we could have asked for. You know, yes. I mean, I'd rather play we... Pittsburgh than, than Houston than Houston, for sure. Mm-hmm. Indy might have been comparable. I think this year with the seventh seed, like in past seasons, the seventh seed has been like really good. And you're like, oh man, like this team could could beat the Bills if they play well. Um, this year, I don't feel as confident in the Steelers. Like they could, they're, they're a tough team. They're not an easy win, but I think the Bills can definitely win them or yeah, beat them. Um, for sure, them. they're well coached, but they have they have too many other issues. And and then the Watt injury like compounds all that. 
Do you guys have any insight? Like, I, I'm surprised that the Eagles are only favored by two and a half against the Bucks. Like, the Eagles have really fallen off, like, lost a, a bunch. Like, what were they like a paper tiger or did something happen? Like, what's well, anybody know what's going on with the Eagles? AJ Brown also had a knee injury today, and then, like, it looked like Jalen Hurts, like, I. His middle finger got on his, break his finger on his throwing hand got really messed up. It looks pretty graphic. I don't know how significant those injuries are, but those are two significant players for sure. And they haven't been playing well the last month on top of it. Yeah, and the Eagles just lost to the Giants today. Twenty seven to ten. Yep. Jalen Hurts' dangling contorted finger hurts AJ Brown and a host of other injured ineffective Eagles bottomed out on Sunday. Yep. Twenty seven to ten loss. Not only that, Devonta Smith, Darius Slay, and DeAndre Swift were unable to play today. And also Fletcher Cox. Team's just injured. Dude, that is so much part of like a run is not only, you know, playing well, but like not getting the injury bug, which we're kind of hoping that isn't the case with the Buffalo Bills with the yeah. injuries that they're suffering. Playing well at the right time at the end of the season and being healthy. Those are two big things. Also, like not for nothing after watching the thirteen seconds, like a little bit of luck. A little bit of luck helps too. So ball bounces a certain way into your hands instead of the opposing team's hands. What's, what's the Kansas City Miami line? What do you think it is? <laughs> Dolphins by four. Actually, Mike, you go. Or John, it, you go first. In Kansas City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant Chiefs by four. Oh, I still think it's closer than that. I'll do three and a half Kansas City. Three and a half. Oh man, two for two. Right on. Right on. All right. Jeez. Nice. All right. Good for you, John. Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, hot You takes. just couldn't constrain yourself. It was, you did not have to go first. I know. I just make the decision. You're just too eager. I, I, can't, I can't help myself. I can't help myself. But if he was like three and a half, I would have been like four. <laughs> so I would have gotten it wrong. So I probably would have uh, said, right. I probably would have said three and you would have said three and a half and you would have got it right. Would have got it right on the nose. Yep. Yep. That's like the Bills this season. <laughs> Uh, just beat myself every every time, every guest just beat myself. So I, every every week after the game, I ask Bills Mafia for their uh, hot takes on Twitter. If you're not following us, please do at CTW Pod, like Circling the Wagons Pod, um, for a chance to read them on the air. Corey Reeve writes, "I think that this team thrives on chaos. They just can't play it straight." LOL, dude. I this team might thrive on chaos. I don't. I don't. My heart rate doesn't. My my heart pressure doesn't. My blood pressure doesn't. James Allen, by the way, by the way, I read James Allen's tweet last week, and he's like, dude, he's like, I'm not J- Josh Allen's dad, but that's pretty funny because he was kind of shitting on Josh Allen last week. I'm like, oh, it'd be funny if he was J- <laughs> Josh Allen's dad. He's like, what's what's going on with Josh Allen? Um, James Allen writes, how about a shout out to the Bills' defense? Only 14 points allowed, none in the second half. The Bills' defense makes me want to shout. Oh, that's a good one. Charles Burns, go go Bills, writes, uh, the, pat, the Bills need more long, sustained drives, mixing up looks, as well as pass run plays. Still quite predictable once the offense lines up. If a viewer can recognize it, imagine what a pro can see. Also, Josh needs to stop the hero ball toss-ups. At this point, I feel like you just kind of got to let him do it i mean he might have three turnovers but then he'll have 400 total yards of offense plus you know three touchdowns i mean i don't think you're fixing that in this in this postseason but then again do you guys think you know you play that game against the ravens i don't necessarily think the bills win this one but you know 
that's neither here nor there. It's not worth speculating on what could have happened. Saxa Dave writes, just keep winning. Worrying take is is that now it's supposed to start getting stressful. <laughs> I like that one. Like the last six weeks haven't been stressful ever since they were six and six. The Bills went from being six and six. They were 500 on the season and they ended up winning their division and getting the second seed. Like, can we just take a step back and realize how amazing that was? That is, I mean, this is, we went from the podcast. I, I remember saying this and I don't think you guys disagreed to be like, we might not make the playoffs. Let's go from, let's hope we make the playoffs but not expect it or will be severely disappointed potentially to now we're like technically the second best team in the AFC. Pretty sure they're going to win Super Bowl night. Okay. John, I hope you're right. I feel like that's a, I feel like the rest of our lives will be just slightly less stressed somehow. I have to be right. <laughs> they have to be. I can only imagine. It's just like when you think about retirement in your mind and like, not having to go to work every day, not having to set an alarm, not having to drive in and rush hour or whatever. Like you're like, I know that'll hopefully happen someday, but I can't think about it now because there's too many things in the way. If I start thinking about retirement now, I'll never make it, you know, the next 20, 30 years. So one thing at a time. Scott Jones writes, awesome win, but we played like doo-doo in first half. Too many mistakes. Cook dropping a touchdown, a touchdown, pass short of the line, two interceptions in the ad zone. WTF, we got to fix that. Patch writes, hot take, ugly wins equal beautiful trophy. <laughs> Big R, the Big R says, the Bills want to murder Bills fans how they win these games. <laughs> Left so many points on the field. My hot take, we win the AFC if Razul can play. Oh, I like that hot take. Also, I'm, I'm curious to see how the how the injury stacks up next week, if he, if he can even practice, but. Vinny says rap needs more time, and I don't know if that's really a hot take. I don't know. To be honest, I before this, I hadn't really had any really positive or really negative things to say about Taylor Rap. I thought he was all right, but I wasn't like, this guy's the future at safety after Poyer and Hyde leave. Like I was like, he's playing all right. Yeah, I think like going into the season, if they didn't re-sign Poyer, I thought Rap was a good option, and then they, they got both, and I was pretty happy. The only thing with Rap is he's like, he's super aggressive and a really hard hitter. So he might draw penalties from time to time, which he has in in a few games. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, maybe with another year of coaching under McDermott too, that could help help with some of that. Philip Masterson writes, he, he kind of brings up something we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Love the attack mindset for McDermott going for it deep in your own territory. And at the end, I know they didn't get it, but credit Miami for a stop. And still, your AFC East champs, God, I love beating Miami. Yeah, there's no better feeling than being Miami, especially if you're ever on Twitter and you just see their fans showing up in your mentions and your replies out of nowhere. Brandon Bean season 2024. Don't celebrate. Wait, past- what, was the pre- what was the previous guy's name? Philip Masterson. <laughs> I feel like you should be the fourth <laughs> oh, or <yeah>. the third. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Yes, yes. Like Thurston Howell the third, <laughs> and Philip Masterson the fourth. Philip Masterson the fourth. It's a good old That's, money name. That is a good old money name. Absolutely. You should you should set up a Patreon and ask him to contribute <laughs> <laughs> to content. I should ask him just to be a uh, a sponsor on the podcast, just to say his name. Philip <laughs> his his handle is Philip J Masterson. Philip J. What would that J be that would make Philip Masterson sound even better? Philip Jacob Masterson? 
Philip, jo- I got it. Philip well, Joseph Masterson. Philip see. Joseph Masterson, the third, the fourth of Windsor. Windsor. Philip James Masterson. <laughs> I'm gonna um, Google J names that. Yeah, Jameson. Mm. Sounds like a lot like the whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like I'm all for that. <laughs> it's my favorite name ever. Wish I could change my name from John to Jameson. Jack Jar- Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis, <laughs> Joffrey, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey is pretty is pretty good. Okay, Philip Masterson's Philip Joffrey Masterson's <laughs> Masterson. Maybe it's it's fourth. one though that's like um like a family last name or something like a uh, that you might think would be like a woman's first name like a Jacqueline. Oh yeah, something like that. It'd be better if it was Kate. Like I was thinking for some reason, like Philip Kensington Masterson or something oh, like that's nice. something with a. Just make that a J. Jensington. Jensington. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Windsor though. John brought that. Philip Windsor. The... Philip. It should be well, Masterson. How could he bring up Port. Windsor if the only the only criteria was it starts with a J? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just like I mean, since we're just going, yeah. No, it was after the fact. So be like Philip Jensington Masterson the fourth Windsor. of Windsor. Oh, of oh, Windsor. Oh, oh, of Windsor. So it's like a title. Gotcha. Is there a place of of like Buffalo where you could say of Windsor where it sounds like of of that place? Like of East Aurora. Of Lancaster. <laughs> of Lancaster, yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds better than North Tonawanda or something, right? Like it's Philip J. Philip Jensington Masterson, the fourth of Lancaster. <laughs> He's like, actually, I live in Pennsylvania. Um, original Hatriot says the Bills win will win more games than the Sabers in the next five weeks. That's funny. Andrew Freeman says if the Bills can make it can play up to their potential, this is a special team that can make a run. That is a big if, though. Uh, it's hard to disagree with that. If they can play up to their potential, they can beat. I'd say almost anyone in the NFL. Mike Graham, couldn't you see that? Even the Ravens, the Ravens make a couple of mistakes like the Bills did tonight, but the Bills play like an actual solid football game altogether. I think they win that game. I don't think it's like the Ravens make a couple of turnovers, the Bills don't, and they just, the Bills definitely lose that game. I don't see that happening. No, I think the Bills are winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, yeah, of course. Colby Pleasant says, why was it so hard? (laughs) If they they did win the Super Bowl, we would have to buy a lot of gear. Merch, shit. <laughs> this never happens again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh my god, I'm gonna buy everything I possibly can. I'm probably <laughs> Mike. Mike, you know how you said you should we should drain our accounts and like put it all on the Bills winning the Super Bowl, either drain our four hundred one k's. Remember you said that like when the Bills were six and six or seven and six or something like that. Dude, yeah. I bet after after that week for nine thousand dollars, we would make one point two million. I do yeah. remember. Yes, is that what you did? <laughs> did you bet that? Maybe twenty dollars worth, <laughs> dude. Ooh. I that that <laughs> night that night I bet on the Bills to win the Super Bowl, the Bills to win the AFC, and the Bills to win the division. That night, as a parlay or each individually? No, each individually. I should have done a parlay though. I don't think they let you do parlays off that stuff. It'd be too much fun. Sometimes they're like, you can't do parlays on that. Um, but yeah, well, not in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, nice. Been, so you you pay it paid off big that they won the AFC. It paid off big tonight, yeah. Yeah, you totally didn't acknowledge that text at the time. 
No, and now I am on the air with more people to hear that. So it's not mm. just uh, I was saving it. I was saving it for now. Give you credit to see if it actually freaking worked. But like to give you credit, I was like, you know what, Mike's got a point. What am I doing? I I always bet on the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Why wouldn't I do it now? Just for you know, just to put some money on it, just to say I did. You know, it's they don't win it. What if that I, night I was just texting like nothing. It was just going out into the ether. <laughs> into the ether. Just like man. You're like, Nate and John are real assholes. <laughs> you ever get that in the group chat? Like, you just don't get any response back from Sometimes I feel like in our group chat, we're just talking at each other a lot. Like, not a lot of responses. So I try to <laughs> try to make a credit to be like, oh, yeah, good point, John. Good point, Mike. Even though you guys never fucking do it to me or anything. <laughs> never acknowledge all the memes I send or anything. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So, sometimes I use our text thread as, like, just my notes for the game. Like, I'll text stuff during the game, and then I'll just, like, look at it while we're talking. How about you use your notes app for that, John? <laughs> Instead of just, uh, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe you guys might have something meaningful to respond with, which is never, but still, <laughs> you know, I still have that, so. Yeah. Well, I think the same thing about all your texts that you send us. <laughs> So waiting for something meaningful. <laughs> well, just no, super... don't don't try to turn it around. I just said that you can't turn it back around. It's all Super thing. Bowls <laughs> with the three Z's, ten Z's. It's like with the Bills. Yeah, turn, there, there you the go. ball over. It's like game's over. <laughs> that's that's what I get. Well, uh, that's you're like looking back at my notes. The Bills are making the Super Bowl. <laughs> then they're the game's over, but then they're winning the Super Bowl again. <laughs> it is quite the list of notes. <laughs> I mean, just like anyone, Nate can be prone to hyperbole. In this case, that's literally the three things you said. It's either they should go for it, Super Bowl, or season's over. It's one of those three. That always. <laughs> Don't ask John a question, by the way, because then he'll just be like, I don't know. <laughs> just... John, what'd you think of that play? Uh, it was all right. <laughs> but other than that, it's all hyperbole. <laughs> John's on the, on the spectrum as a fan, not like the, uh, like the autistic spectrum. He's just like, there's, there's no in between. It's just full, full one way or the other. Yeah, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> now he's on. He's Super Bowls, John. Super Bowls, John. B Mormon twenty twenty writes on one hand, this team Mike, by the way, you never text during the game. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. It's just me and John texting texting out loud to the ether at each other. We're like we're like the conversation. John and I are like the conversation during the game for the most part. Have you ever heard people that um are one uppers? Like two one uppers get together and they start talking to each other. That is probably one of the highlights of my life of listening to conversations is when you can get those two people in a room. Because one uppers with each other is just fantastic. It's just like oh, get the popcorn. It's the greatest. Right. It's the greatest. Um, it only happens like once for me, like once a decade. But yes. when it happens, it's glorious. You remember it though, right? Like you're. It's like oh, this is good for life. So that's just like me and John. We're just like talking at each other. No one's listening. It's just and then Mike just doesn't just doesn't talk at all. <laughs> he just doesn't acknowledge us. And then when he finally does, he doesn't necessarily get a response from us. He's probably just like, why the hell am I even responding? See, this is what happens. I said, I sent one thing in the text thread and it was, Hey, Kingsley, Jonathan's name should be Jonathan Kingsley. And the one thing I said, you attributed to John. I was like, fuck it. I- <laughs> You're like, oh, that was the greatest. That was John. a good text, John. It was a good text, John. And John didn't even say no. I didn't text that. Mike did. 
<laughs> he took full credit. <laughs> hey, his... I'm sitting right here. I said that. W- I think we could all agree. <laughs> In his defense, though, he's not used to you texting on the thread, so he probably thought he did do it. <laughs> I gave him the benefit of the doubt. That's what I thought too. Yeah, that's really funny, Mike. <laughs> I even mentioned in the podcast because I, I remember we've... Mike saying that before, like weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I think we both said that." Maybe I don't know. Like I think we can all agree, right? It's just like a meme idea I, I have. I'm like, "Oh, that's a great meme idea," and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, that's just general, like complete." creativity not realizing that I literally just scroll past it like from someone else a, a minute beforehand and i completely forget about it i'm like oh i'm gonna do this meme it's like sounds like something you know. i would say <laughs> that sounds like that's that's creative and funny like i would do um <laughs> uh, so yeah the, real quick this one upper this one upper uh arc, like discussion i was having it was tremendous and it got kind of sad but it was still good because like neither of them acknowledged each other whatsoever like oh yeah you know oh you know they're both in their 50s so like at the time you know i was in my oh, 20s so they're 50s better, so, yeah. so boomers right like not that i not that i hate on boomers because my parents are boomers but let's be honest there's a difference <laughs> and they were just like oh yeah like oh how long have you been working here oh this is you know my first few months how long have you been here oh 15 years i was at my last company for 15 years too he's like oh really he's like oh what'd you do there i did this i did this oh i've been doing this for this long oh yeah yeah and then they started talking about diseases they had like it went to that point he's like oh you know well i had cancer you know he's like oh well my daughter had cancer and she passed away and instead of being like that's so sad she's like oh well my daughter had cancer too but she survived or something like it was just like oh my god Mm. What is this? What is happening in this conversation? Nobody's acknowledging anyone, and they just keep one upping. They went from career to cancer, <laughs> like, <laughs> to the point where they're just like, "All right, bye," and it was the end of the conversation. So I wish I could have recorded it. it. Had I known what I know then, but B Mormon twenty twenty writes: On one hand, this team just keeps winning, similar to the Huskies this year. On the other hand, it's always ugly. My hot take is that I'm not effing buying another month of Peacock, despite what the NFL scriptwriters intended. <laughs> well, we don't have to. The Bills game isn't on Peacock, is it? So we're good. Just, uh, just like two games, right? Two games. Well, if you bought it flight. when the Bills are on Peacock the last time, it'll cover you through this next weekend. So I'm just can't that's what you did, John, it. right? Yeah, it's like so five, six bucks. Yeah, six bucks, and you get to watch two games for six bucks. I guess. I mean, it beats going to the bar and spending one drink, and then you're already in the hole. So exactly, exactly. And I told that my wife was like, "Well, why don't we just, you know?" And luckily, we have Peacock. But she's like, "Oh, if you don't, just like just go to a bar and watch it." I'm like, "Not, not that I'm against that, and we've definitely done it before. But if you run the numbers, like even if you're buying like Netflix for a month, eighteen bucks, like you said, one one or two drinks, you're already out that money." Yeah, you get some nachos, the gas to get there, and back, like. Unless you're already planning on doing something like that, it, it, if that's your way of watching the game, then you may as well just do the thing for a Yeah, month. exactly. Exactly. So uh, Bill Lasso writes, Chris Collinsworth may have a point. Allen thrives under pressure. That wasn't always the case, too. Credit to Allen. Remember, he used to fold under pressure his first few years um, in certain big moments, and he's just kind of taken that the other way at points, especially the second half of this season. Richard W. Griswold writes, defense stepped up. Despite torturous injuries, Diggs, Kincaid, huge. Shakir's huger still. Yeah, I mean, that Dalton Kincaid pick looks better and better with like each week that passes. I'm going to go down the list. Um, 
to some replies from, because obviously these are people that, you know, are usually in. Fifty Shades of Bills and Jays writes, season couldn't have gone any worse, but we were, but we're the number two. The game couldn't have gotten any worse, and we won. Yeah, that's well put. Anakin Skywalker says, big plays at big times. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. See, again, like people wanted to um, get rid of McDermott midseason, and I totally got that. I'm not saying you're wrong, and I'm not saying you're right. But at the same time, it's like this team did not give up on Sean McDermott. The way that they play right now is a team that wants to win and is trying their damnedest to win. Like even though they make mistakes and some of them are kind of dumb, I bet you we're so used to watching the Bills play. Like if you watched the Chiefs play 18 games or 17 games a season, what I guarantee there's at least a handful of plays where Andy Reid are just like, what the hell are you doing, Andy Reid? Like, but we just... We're so myopic in the game, the team that we watch, we just don't notice it as much. All coaches make those make those dumb plays or dumb uh, decisions. Yeah, even if they miss the playoffs, McDermott's safe for another year, in my opinion. I think with how the playoffs go this season could determine on whether his seat might be warm. Like if it's another 27-10 loss like last year's Bengals game, like that's that's not ideal. I mean, if they lose against the Steelers, that's obviously not ideal. But, but I mean, if they make, but like, I mean, one, two, three, four, five. This is the first time they've had five years with ten plus win seasons, and then they've under McDermott, they've what six of the last seven years, and they've won the AFC East four straight years. Like, how how are you? Who's considering firing the coach? Like, do you forget like all the coaches before that? Like, look at the Steelers. Since 1969, they've had three head coaches. Yeah, that's your. We can do right fire there. McDermott, get somebody that sucks. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, like at the time, I get the sentiment they're looking for people to be angry about, and I totally get that. I was angry at times too, but I'm just not ready to get rid of him. Like, and, I just and look, he, too many positives. He made a change at offensive coordinator, and that completely turned things around even just by a little bit, it's still not ideal, but like it's way better. And I think if Joe Brady, given the chance, if he can like make his own playbook from scratch, you know, sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot to be excited about. Even, I mean, we were just mentioning that McDermott being aggressive on his own 35, again, give him credit. He's doing this. He's learning. He wouldn't have done that a few months ago. Now he is. That was the right play call. During the drought, they would be punting, like every possession, it didn't matter where they were on the field. They would punt it fourth and one. Absolutely. Fourth and one on the opposing 30, they would freaking punt it for like, they were crazy. Yeah. I don't want to go back to that. Not that we would absolutely go right back to that, but you don't know it'll be better for sure. And we talked about Brandon Bean before, like he's making good moves. He's bringing in players and obviously not everything's hitting, but more than not for sure. I mean, his draft picks are really hitting, too. I mean, there's a lot of really good free agents and draft picks. That Charles are, Bernard and Rasul Douglas and all these guys. Like, offensive line has been great this year. Osiris Torrance has been good as a rookie overall. I mean, he had a rough game tonight, but... I, that's why he's added overall at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I but, mean, minus tonight. I mean, he's Overall, though, over the course of 18 games, I mean, they've been good. And not going to win, the offensive line has been actually really healthy this year. How many times have you seen Ryan Bates play or any of the backups? No, healthy. They've finally gotten healthy on the old line. Yeah, there's something to be said about that for sure. Connor McGovern looks pretty good. I mean, there's a lot to like about this Bills this Bills team. So, yeah. All right, well, that I'm going to leave it on that one. 
Well, let me see if I can find one more hot take. Jackie V writes, or Jack V, sorry, Jack V says, it wasn't fun, but this is a way. Oh, that's Jack the Fifth. Jack the Fifth. Oh, my bad. Jack V. <laughs> Jack the Fifth. Jack Kennedy the Fifth. I can't think of a good Jack last name. Jack Kennedy the Fifth. I was kidding. It was. It wasn't fun, but this is a way better way to enter the playoffs surging while other teams fall off. Compared to the last two years of expecting a Super Bowl, dominating the regular season, and then heartbreak. Love the experience we've gotten winning close ones ugly. Go Bills. That's a good one to end on. I'm glad Jack said this. Jack Vellington. Jacqueline. Jack. So (laughs) I just need to get a Kensington or something. Wellington (laughs) in there somewhere. So cool. Thank you guys all for tweeting at us. Um, We're going to do a giveaway, but um, our T public store has been shut down for the time being. I'm in the process of trying to fix that. So, but uh, please leave us reviews on our circling the wagons podcast feed. Um, Wait, why did it get shut down? What'd you um, do? So get this. Okay. Swearing. No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) So we had like 250 t-shirt designs there and, uh, so sometimes if they think it's too close to like somebody else's logo or copyright, then they take it down. Right. So what they used to do is like, you know, this is too much like the likeness of Josh Allen or something like that. Right. Like, and then they would say it's being taken down by the Buffalo bills. Okay. I got it. So I'm going to tweak the design, re-upload it or whatever. In the last year or so, they would just take down designs and be like, we're just taking them down. And I'd be like, literally, this is like a generic bison. It's not the Bills logo. And it says mafia underneath. Nobody owns this. Like, you can't take that down. Like, you don't own, like, I paid for this bison logo from the person who owns it. And then I just added the word mafia underneath it. Like, that's not illegal. Like, there's nothing trademarked by it. So then it got to the point where I was thinking this is what I'm thinking is that people are reporting it to have like other stores so that it gets taken down or something. And then mm. enough of them do it. And then it just gets taken down. Cause we had a, we had one of the best stores in T public, but then, you know, if you search Buffalo bills, like there's shirts on there, that have clear like bills logos on them. And I'm like, well, how come those aren't being taken down? Like, what is this? Like, I don't get it. So I have a, I have a complaint in with the T public site. I might get it reinstated this next week, but um, if it does, then I'll do two giveaways next week to make up for it. But I'm hoping that by Monday, the person that I interact with was off all this week. So I didn't get a chance. It happened on like Wednesday. So hopefully in the next couple of days, it'll get picked up. But anyway, um, we'll figure something out, but got to work on that. So, uh, but leave us a re- review on uh, Apple podcasts. Uh, and, uh, if you do it somewhere else that doesn't like leave a username or a full out review, like Spotify or anywhere else, just send us a screenshot of that. And, uh, and you can get into the running for it. So any final thoughts, guys, before we end this uh, this victory, really late where we are, but victory uh, episode of the Bills clinched the, the second seed in the AFC playoffs, win it a fourth division in a row. Feels good, right? I love you guys. Feels great. Feels amazing. I love you guys too. Um, thank you guys all for tuning in. Again, this episode is brought to you by the Twinspire Sportsbook at Delago, at the Delago Resort and Casino. If you're in the area in the in the playoffs or whatever, and you feel the need to take a drive down Route 90, get off at Exit 41 at the Twinspire at Delago Resort and Casino. The Twinspire Sportsbook is inside. Great food, great drinks, and there's like 30 betting kiosks, or maybe even more than that. It's it's a great time. Uh, tremendous time. So signing, thank you guys all for listening, signing off for John. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Fuck those fish. <laughs> for for Mike? Yeah. When, when did we last talk? A week? Have I seen you guys for the new year? 
No. Jeez. It was a good year. Dude. Here's to, uh, right? It was pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Here's to a good 2024 to two smart, funny, knowledgeable guys and John. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get yourself killed out there. <laughs> I won't always be there just to have your back. <laughs> John's thinking. I haven't, John hasn't invited us to does he still run poker nights and I just haven't been invited? Or is, that, is that gone away? Not well, you any, definitely won't not be anymore. <laughs> not anymore. You just like, not anymore. Now that you said that last time. Never line. have been in anyway. So I so figured what? I had nothing to lose. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. I think we, we, what an amazing time to be a Bills fan. We talked about uh, from Josh Allen to Bean to McDermott. Like, it's awesome to go from out of it to the number two seed sky's the limit man very exciting yeah 100 percent. this could be and to get the steelers at home ah and odds are like maybe the the ravens are the favorite to win the each individual game but they're not the favorite to win ever like if you look at the combined odds of them getting to the afc championship game the odds are they won't so the Bills, if take care of business, they would have a home playoff game uh, for the championship. Like, that's amazing. What a time to be a Bills fan. So I'm excited to see where we go. Love yeah. you guys. Go Bills. And for me, Nate, I love you guys all too. Uh, go Bills. And let's hope that 2024 is the season we all look back in our 80s and be like, remember 2024? That was the year the Bills won the Super Bowl. Go Bills. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. Um, well, listen, I give the whole show is called circling the wagon. Say no more. I love it. <laughs> you should buy us all the merch if they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
That shit, that you should shit buy you it. designed. Yeah, that shit I got. I want the official. <laughs> that shit from the a site that, that they gets... normally send to the third world if they lose. <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will definitely buy you guys something really nice if the Bills win a Super Bowl of like the Bills. Multiple things. I will <laughs> maybe get one thing. <laughs> well, they're going to win multiple Super Bowls, so. That, yes, I, I think nothing will be as good as the first. The first, for sure. Yeah. They'll be the best. 